0: The button is on. The red light is blinking.
1: (laughs) We are alive.
0: We love skateboarding. We love life. We thought we would talk about it and share what we have to say with the world. Life is skate talk. No pros, no sponsors, just three aging skaters desperately clinging to their youth.
1: We are, I think we're going to get back into a good swing of things. But um, as I say that there's, uh, there's some unpredictable work related or just life in general, (laughs) but mostly again, I'm, I think what's going to be the most difficult is in the summer, like when the weather gets nicer, it'll be, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I just, I just want to maximize my time outside.
0: <laughs> D- dare That's I say good. that we'll run out of content? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I don't think so. <laughs> I've never...
1: All right. Like today before the show, I just watched the real shorts uh, episode, I guess, Gage Boyle. I think his name is again, normally I don't, I mean, I respect handrail skating for sure, but just Man, these kids are so good. But he's that that part was it was like a two minutes. I think it's just handrail destruction. Like,
2: nice man. Just, yeah.
1: But the best thing about his part was if you guys watch it, it's about maybe the third or fourth trick in. I think he does a fakie frontside flip off a, a loading ramp, launch ramp thing. Yeah, yeah. I I watched it like three or four times. Just like <laughs> the way he catches it and everything. It's just like wow, so nice.
2: But isn't it a frontside half cap flip? Is that what it's called? I don't know. That's just what I call them. It's the same thing. Fakey, no, you said it right. Fakey, you said it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the same thing. It's probably more (laughs) accurate to say fakey frontside flip. Let's do our let's do our personal intros. All right, all right. I'll go first then. Jin, uh, what do I usually say?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Software sales guy.
1: (laughs) Computers, computers, computers.
0: Software. Skating for twenty plus years. I think one thing that I keep on thinking about these days is when I started skating, there were no skate parks. So
2: yeah, it's, that true? it's
0: nice to see all this, this change and kids ripping on quarters and so on, because I didn't have that.
1: <laughs> yeah. There were, there were very few uh, skate parks. And I think the ones that existed were old bowls from the eighties, or something like I'm thinking of Beasley bowl, like in Hamilton. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And like, uh, there's this old one in the Christina skate park in Sarnia, like these random places. Right. Anyways, I'm Sawyer skateboard attorney, dude. That's it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. And I'm John 38 year old teacher. Uh, I've been skating since 1996 and I think it was October of 1996 because, uh, I know that was my first year of high school and I know I started like actually skating in that first, like the fall of that first year. Uh, But it was a few weeks before I actually got a board. So I think it was October. And uh, so with that, I kind of, I I did a little Googling and I found the October 96 uh, thrasher and I had kind of a scan through it. And um, one of the ads in there is a nicotine wheels ad. And it features possibly the best backsmith ever captured in, in a photo, um, executed perfectly by uh, a well-dressed and very stylish Anthony Korea. Damn, uh, it's going to come up again for me anyway later on in this episode. So nice. Yeah, I, I always think about Mike Carroll though backsmith photo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure, Mike Carroll is definitely yeah. But we'll uh, get into he, all that good yeah. stuff, though, I think. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's all subjective, and I'm obviously biased, but I'm going to go with Korea if if it comes down to a Carol versus Korea <laughs> back soon. <swim. laughs> Would you rather skate capsules or bulks? I don't think we've talked about this one before on on the pod have we
1: we haven't uh, but i feel uh, like there's going to be again it's not like we disagree a lot or have <laughs> i think it's going to be pretty <laughs> i'll go for i mean cupsole for me 100 uh after skating vulks and cupsoles let me let me take a step back i've skated vulks, and the ones i really enjoy are the half cabs but after maybe a session or two uh they just it's like my I don't know. My feet start hurting because there's not much cushioning. And again, I'm not jumping down, you know, 12 sets or anything on the regular on a regular basis. But I feel like with the cup sole, the, the cushioning is there. And now uh, nowadays, the cup soles are a bit thinner. I feel anyways. So there's that. Still feel your board. And you you guys are- have heard me say this, but you know, Dennis Booznitz, Adidas. Like that's my go-to. <laughs> skate shoe have been skating that for a few years now and can't sort of leave it. So,
2: yeah, I'm, I'm like-minded. I, uh, I've had a few pairs of Volks of over the years. Um, I had the the Jerry Sue Americas and um, I don't remember the specific model, but a set of, of rally vans and a couple others here and there. And, and like, every time I get a pair of Volk shoes, I start skating and I'm like, oh, these feel great. And then like by the end of the first session, my feet are just killing me. I don't know. I feel like, like vulcanized souls are like just outdated technology. You know what I mean? Like, it's like when the, when the Chuck Taylors were made, I'm sure it was like a, you know, high performance soul for, for like that era. Yeah. But since then, like, Things have just gotten better, and I'd rather have a shoe that gives me what I feel is comparable board feel and all that stuff, but with the benefit yeah. of some stability and, and cushioning. Right? I'm also, although I am skating a Volk now, I am ah,
1: <laughs> blasphemy.
2: Is it the Gazelles are actually? Bulks, right? Yeah, you, you, I am too. Actually, I'm skating some Volk <laughs> right now too, but they're hurting my feet, so. <laughs> So Actually, I have stop. a
1: confession, guys. <laughs> I'm skating the Boosnitz Vol. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <almost>. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, I skated the Campus vaults, the Adidas uh, Campus. Um, yeah. And th- and those were good to skate. But uh, again, after a session or two, it's just, I think they get worn down way quicker. Yeah, I think that's the big
0: thing, right? Like, well, of course, support, cushioning, whatever. But the longevity of the shoe, too. Right. Yeah, it just feels a good point. pretty flimsy after a while. So capsules I guess, would make more sense if, if you do end up skating shoes for a little while longer and you don't have any sponsors, right?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can't always bust out a fresh pair of shoes after yeah. two, three sessions.
2: We are gonna do the intro. To our episode in just a minute, but before we do, I wanted to um, start off with a list. So I'm just going to read you a list of skaters, and I, I wanted I want you guys to see if you can tell me what these skaters have in common. All right, okay. And it's just kind of like it's a list that I came up with mostly off the top of my head, just kind of thinking about skaters from around the time that we started until up until now but okay. wait, okay, so, so wait, here's
1: pa- pa- pause a quick sec yeah are we yeah, yeah. You're, you're gonna finish the list first before i start yelling out yeah. stuff right okay cool.
2: yeah, yeah 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 i'll, I'll read refrain. through the list <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> just want to get ground guys. rules here
1: before yeah. before i become <laughs> yeah. t- too uncontrollable
2: <laughs> yeah yeah no doubt all right I'll, yeah i'll read through and then you guys tell me what what this list has or what the the common factor i guess is sick okay cool okay cool Alexis Sablon, Jamal Williams, Reese Forbes, Anthony Correa, Stevie Williams, Kenny Reed, Kareem Campbell, Kim Cardona, Mike McCourt, Spencer Fujimoto, Robbie Gangemi, Huff, Wade Fife, Brian Weary, Jameer Brown, Kevin Taylor, Jerry Sue, Deshaun Jordan, Fabiana Delfino, Gilbert Crockett, Ray Barbie, Tom Knox, and Darius King
1: um all skaters of the year in our books <laughs> 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 i can't name a single skater that you've listed that i don't like on that list yeah like all of them are i think i mean from the older ones to tom knox like the more recent ones like man great parts This isn't a trick question, right? Because episode 12 is style. So it's not like (laughs) skaters are all
2: stylish, right? (laughs) Well, no. Yeah, no, I guess it kind of is. Um, Like, this is a list of just when I I think about style in skateboarding, when I think about um, skaters that I think of as, like, high style skaters. uh, These were the ones that are are some of the ones that kind of came Mm. to my mind. And like, as we were preparing or as I was preparing for, for the episode, I was trying to think about like what it is, like what I like in skateboarding and what is kind of the, the unifying factor in, in the skaters that I feel are stylish. And I couldn't come up with anything. Like I I went through this list and they're all different, right? Like they all skate differently. They all skate different stuff. They all skate, like they have different tricks. Like it's all different.
1: You know, what's interesting when I, when I was, so I think we, we all, I mean, with the, the title and how we generally prepare and think about things, what was interesting for me was some skaters who I love in terms of how stylish they are, but they may not be my favorite skaters, if that makes sense. So I could, I acknowledge how stylish they are but it's almost like they're too stylish and out of my league in terms of my, <laughs> if I them on my, on my favorite list, but I don't know. That that was something interesting that, that came like, up.
2: It just becomes unrelatable.
1: A little bit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when I, when I watch their parts, it's not like I don't want to watch their parts, but is it a part that I will keep watching over and over? It may not be. And it right. doesn't take away from how stylish they are. Probably yeah, on so. that list
0: though, like they have that, I don't know if you see their name, you want to watch their part kind of appeal, right? Yeah. Or all of them. So that they have something that appeals in the sense of, I guess, attracting you to the tricks that they do, or I guess making it worthwhile to watch. Um, Right. Yeah. So there has to be some kind of like maybe uniqueness that differentiates
2: them from the others. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Draws you towards them. Yeah. I, 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 I agree. And I was, um, the interesting thing like is that like the un the unifying factor is almost that there isn't a unifying factor, right? Like there are people who stand out yeah. as individuals. Yeah. Skateboarding is not a scored sport. There's no real way of quantifying what makes one person's skating more enjoyable than someone else's. There are things that might sort of up the ante when you're watching like a a more technical trick that's more difficult to execute or someone skating uh, something that's more challenging or, um, you know, things that make executing simple tricks a little more difficult. But those things don't always translate into better skating. I think often our preferences for particular skaters come down to what we think of as style, which is kind of this umbrella term for all of the intangible or difficult to articulate elements of skateboarding. So today we thought we would have a chat and explore the topic of style in skateboarding. So question number one to you, um, what are the different elements of style in skateboarding? maybe not what does style mean but what are the things that you consider important parts of, of a skater's style well i just wanted to maybe put a disclaimer to your introduction in the sense
0: that i guess it is pretty street and video part focused rather than contest yeah. right <laughs> true yeah yeah. yeah yeah for sure so i guess we are a bit more underground than what would be shown to that like public eye <laughs>
2: if right, that makes right. sense yeah like not the, not the X Games version of, of quantifying like, tricks yeah. and saying, <laughs> yeah. oh,
0: Benihana 540 is so stylish. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> what I
2: don't the know.
1: hell?
0: <laughs> Just put that aside. <laughs> but maybe to answer your question for me, I think it's pretty much the video part for me is I guess that huge element because it's a combination of how they do the trick and like, how they do it within a line or show it so like skater and the filmer the combination there but also the song that goes along with it like when i think of a, a trick or something like i already hear the music playing along from that video part and then it's like i guess that whole package to me is i don't know if that's an answer but for me i think those are the different elements of style all combined because The music can make or break it and then even if they're skating cool as well sometimes i feel like uh yeah i don't know (laughs) yeah yeah so it's hard to say because i I initially thought it was just how the skater would do the trick but now as you've listed up all their all the names and so on i was just thinking about the video parts and then like the music going through my head too and it's like oh maybe it isn't
2: just the skating (laughs) yeah yeah fair enough yeah you know like this is this is kind of sacrilege especially in an episode about style but um to to what you were saying it's always bothered me that Gino skates to that Guns N' Roses song (laughs) like it like it ruins the part for me it does you know what
1: I'm not a huge Guns N' Roses fan either and so I can I feel you on that yeah
2: it's Like, I love, I love Gino's skating. Um, I love to watch him skate, but
1: man. I I feel like, though, it, <laughs> with his skating, though, it transcends that. So I'm willing to overlook the song. Yeah, there. yeah. So there's that appreciation. But I definitely understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I think it's very hard to separate it from the video parts and how we consumed or how we've taken in that expression, right? Because it's you can't really remove the skater from the part that you saw him or her in, right? When they're yeah. when you're doing uh when, when you're observing or appreciating the style. So it's very context driven and context dependent. I sort of, when I was hearing the intro and you know, even question one, different elements of style, I tried to sort of put again, I'm sounding I'm not disagreeing with what Jin is saying, because to me, I think we're all on the same boat here. Like we're It's how we consume the media, right, and how we ultimately form formulate our opinion as to what how we feel afterwards and what is style or stylish or not. But um, I was trying to maybe I'm trying to not purposely play the contrarian card here, but when we're trying to find a unifying factor, I know it's very hard because sure there are things that you may gravitate towards, but how do you even you know like all those skaters you listed out, different styles, different even different time periods right yeah yeah and that brings up another interesting question we can get into and in, in later on like your your preferences change over time as well so yeah, right um you know like how what i found stylish as a 15 16 year old uh is i think i have a more refined taste and respect for skateboarding <laughs> now yeah. than just oh my gosh that's amazing jamie thomas jumping down like you know 20 stairs or right hey, right that's a you know so but i tried to when i was you know take the music and and the Everything else that goes into the part, the filmer, you know I put, tried to put that aside and really ask the question, are we taking the you know the the easy way out by saying it's just not tangible or it's we're not able to sufficiently you know categorize it, or when we really drill down and think about it, maybe there are elements that we can quantify and that you know that we can say, okay. These are common denominators, or these are things that, A, I gravitate towards time and again, regardless of the skater or the era, and try to really hone in on, you know, those individual factors or variables that determine what our style is. I mean, again, it, it's, it's, I'm trying to make this more scientific than it actually is. So for example, first, like there's a type of skater, right? Like you could have the, the robotic, you know, I, I'm just making up terms now, but the robotic Skater, the sort of loosey-goosey skater, the perfectionist, you know, the, the bull ripper, sort of the freestyle freestylist or whatever. But when you're when you're breaking it down, it's like hand placement, right? Hand spatial sort of interaction, knee bending, both on takeoff and landing, speed, obviously, how flowy or flexible they look. I think those things, even if you were to, there are a ton of different variables, but so those are just examples. And then when you really think about how, okay, well, this skater. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the hand placement because it's when they land, it's always like way the heck out here, and then you sort of it filters you, you know, down into okay, well, it's this group of skaters that I mainly again gravitate towards. Sure, there are going to be outliers, right? Like the one that came to mind was, you know, Greco in his line where it's just like, yeah, maybe maybe a hand touch in those, you know, tight pants and leather jacket. That that I I like it, but ordinarily would I like that when when I watch another part? probably not anyways. Right. I was just trying to, trying to and maybe, maybe it's a, you know, maybe there is a way that we can quantify it a little bit more and not just say, well, you, you you can't do it.
2: The interesting thing to me is like, I, I kind of quantified it, but not really. Like I, I thought about kind of three things that I think about when I'm watching a part or looking through photos or, or whatever. And, um, well the thing is like i've got these three categories but there there isn't like a specific scale or criteria within those categories so like i think about like trick selection trick execution and spot selection yeah those are like the mm-hmm. things that i think about but it doesn't mean that there's like a certain set of tricks that i think are good tricks like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. someone like like just looking back at my my list here stevie williams has a totally different trick selection than say um you know ray barbie Mm -hmm. right um and yet i think they're both like these incredibly fun stylish skaters to watch so it's not like i have a set of tricks that if you do those tricks that's good trick selection and i like that Mm -hmm. it's like it's just skaters who do tricks that for whatever reason seem to suit them. Yeah. I don't know. I I had a hard time trying to, trying to quantify it. Like I do like, I have sort of general preferences, like we've talked about before. Like I like simple tricks that are nicely done. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, you know, doesn't take away from someone like Stevie Williams who has done some pretty tech tricks in in his parts and, and has done like, you know, things that are not so simple and, and, um, Yeah. And, and same with the trick execution. Like I, I like skaters who are a little bit loose, you know, who, you know, are not, it's not like the, everything is perfectly over the bolts exactly 180 degrees on the kickflip or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I like a little bit of looseness, but I also don't, you know, exclude skaters who land on their bolts. Like it's, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing to me because, um, like I, I do have those things that I think about, but I don't have a real criteria within those categories for including or excluding people from the from the stylish list. Uh, the the one thing I will say that is kind of um, a, a little more exclusive for me is the the spot selection. You know, not exclusively, but I do tend to prefer the sort of. Gritty city spots. Like, I like East Coast skating. I like UK skating. I like that kind of feel. I, I think that's the the most sort of defined that I get within those categories.
1: It's kind so. of a slippery slope, though, right? Like, kind of to what Jin was saying is that the skater or is that the filmer? Because a lot of times oh, yeah. the filmer picks the spot. So then now you get into, well, it's the skater filmer relationship, right? And how they right. construct the part. And then it's a commentary really on the part, then actually the individual style of the skater per se because you're right, right. looking at what the context right every context is yeah. interdependent. so
2: it's it's a fair point um i think that's part of the reason i tend to prefer east coast skating and east coast videos and things like that mm-hmm. is because they're in that environment right um but yeah like you said like people move to new york to film video parts or or, yeah. or whatever so
1: that's, it's also interesting because, yeah. like a kickflip down Wallenberg, for example, by the same skater who does a kick kickflip out of a ditch or a kickflip down a ten stair, could be three different kickflips, and right. you could appreciate them all differently, even though they could have the same. Dare I use the word style? Right. I mean, of, yeah, like yes. when the skater performs it, but when we when we're viewing it, what we take it in as can yeah, it can be. You know, a difference between really liking it or enjoying it versus oh yeah, it's just another kickflip. Like you know, you kind of don't want to watch it again.
2: Yeah, maybe to your point about like the the importance of the video part. Like that's that's that happens to me more often when I'm watching sort of California videos where all the spots kind of look interchangeable and right. um, You know, like then then it becomes just like this this marathon of tricks rather than this, like, neat interaction between the the skater and the environment.
1: All right. Episode 12, renamed. Commentary on the video.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, just thinking about your kickflip, I don't know. If if it's a huge kickflip down a set, whatever, you think, oh, wow, amazing. Good stunt, no? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But just a kickflip on flat for example that's done really well so that I, I think maybe that's the phrase like done really well or in a unique kind mm-hmm. of way you have that like super kung fu flick or whatever and you catch it with your back foot yeah. Why, oh, i think you. you would be like oh wow that was stylish right <laughs> <laughs> i was talking about more of my kickflips but oh, oh <laughs> <laughs> your
1: switch flips you mean right your yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that's how you measure it like you you forget about it's just flat land maybe that's maybe that's a real common denominator like how you do this on flat yeah well
2: that's a lot of east coast too right there's a lot of flat (laughs) yeah i I was gonna say like maybe that's why i like those videos more and like like those that those spots more because it's um yeah, it's not, like you said, it's not so much the stunt of jumping down a bazillion stairs. It's like cruising through a yeah. mostly flat environment.
1: All right, guys. All right. Episode 12, skate style, as
2: in <laughs> only the <laughs> tricks that you can relate to. Skating yeah. flat. Well, but I can't skate flat, though, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Skating flat banks.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I
0: I guess, I don't know when you guys are talking about categorizing or quantifying, I, I thought of some random words as well. So just a few things that popped up on my mind was like flow, pop, speed, and comfort. And I think that maybe applies to like any pro, but I feel like a, a high balance of all of that maybe sort of equates to style because yeah. You want to have all of that right um to be stylish i would say if you are missing one four, of those points then
1: no that's awesome i think we need yeah. to so where's that olympic uh, email <laughs> <laughs> you know the this isn't this is like you know how they have the technical score and the and the um, the artistic score. Ar, yeah the, the yeah. flow pop speed comfort man i like that that yeah. those four yeah sums it up
2: i think sure. yeah i think comfort is a good way to put it and um so I, I'm just going to throw this out there because I was, I was trying to, to pin it down earlier. I like, like when I was looking at that list again, like I like watching skaters that when I'm watching them, I feel like I'm watching them rather than the skateboarding. I don't know, like, it, like any of those pe- the people from that list. Like when I watch them, I see them and the way that they do it. I, I'm not watching and, and thinking like, okay, kickflip. Okay. Um, like kickflip backtail. Okay. 360 foot. Like I'm not just like naming the tricks as I'm viewing. I'm, I'm just like taking it in and, and enjoying their presence. I I think in a, in a large part, I think that comes down to comfort, right. To what you're talking about, like feeling comfortable on your board, feeling comfortable with your tricks, feeling comfortable in your environment. Um, yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that one a lot.
1: So we're getting shirts made. FPSC. Low pop speed comfort. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I just, as you're talking about that in comfort, you think Jerry Sue was comfortable with all this, all of his tricks and bag of suck?
1: I <laughs> think was most yeah. definitely uncomfortable because of how hurt he got, I guess, and how damaged, and he how was. hard all his tricks were. Right, man. Um, like, but
0: yeah. At the same time, I I just remember watching that part, and just to what you were saying as well, John. Maybe the first few times it was just about watching him, you know, and being like, "Whoa, yeah, so cool," you know. <laughs> and then later yeah. on, realizing, "Oh wow, these tricks that are he's doing, that's insane," you know. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just killing my own idea, but yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, but I don't know if he, he was so completely comfortable, comfortable, but something about the way he did things was so good. Yeah,
1: everything he does, I think from his from his hands, you know, to to his. I mean, his switch skating is just unbelievable. But I mean, yeah. it's how he handles it too, right? Because he slams so hard, and he get back up and do it and land it, and it's like and do it in, with such again style such grace such you know comfort so yeah so when he does land it yeah
2: maybe it's yeah. The- <laughs> well and, and you you've got to be like to throw yourself down some of those things you've got to be pretty comfortable with yourself on the on board right <laughs> yeah like, yeah you know but
0: yeah I, I think with the tom penny like you know the two people that always come up with yeah, the, yeah. the style tom penny and gino maybe really fall under that comfort you know right and right when Tom Penny did that what was it the backside five-zero invisible shove out for example like that was just complete comfort right he just yeah yeah magic or Gino for most of his tricks it looks yeah like it's pretty comfortable on that board yeah and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and when you talk about bad style it's you know when you have that weird push or you know that person who doesn't look too comfortable on their boards so right like, yeah yeah maybe yeah
1: maybe we are maybe we
0: are onto something i don't know
1: <laughs> or like tries too hard or like i don't know like maybe that's too subjective
2: but <laughs> i i know what you mean though like it's funny because like obviously in all of these video parts these these skaters are like killing themselves working right like whether mm whether you're throwing yourself downstairs or just like putting all of your mental energy into a, a ledge trick or, or whatever, like it's, it's work. Like, like none of them are taking it easy, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, when it, when it looks like you're working too hard, it kind of takes away from it a little bit. We've mentioned some people already, but but who are some of the skaters that come to your mind when you think about good style? And what is it about their skating that you love?
0: My all-time favorite is Kenny Reed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been my favorite for a long time. Yeah, I think maybe even since I started skating, basically. Yeah, that's not a bad favorite. Yeah. traveling,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I guess. I wouldn't say he does simple tricks but for example the cover of static 2 is right. doing flatland nollie yeah which is amazing and that no <laughs> I, you wouldn't believe it's a nollie right yeah right <laughs> yeah I'm
1: picturing it right now it's it's yeah. that's yeah forever forever burned
0: uh and then there's what tray flip over that little bump
2: or whatever that he catches Above yeah, his yeah. Shoulders. I have no idea what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all his. I, I still remember looking at that cover and just trying to understand it. I'm just being like, yeah. how do you, how do you get your feet there and the board there? And <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he's incredible. He's a fun one,
1: and and it makes me make him look more. Yeah, yeah. with the stuff he does outside skating or for skating, yeah. and skate stand and everything else, like as an individual. Again, we don't. It's not like we know him, but. Through Instagram and everything else, it's like, wow, he's he's uh, does some cool stuff. So can't not like him.
0: Yeah. yeah, and even his line. Oh man, I can't say the trick. <laughs> is it a half cap kickflip? <laughs> he does it a bit sketchy when when the ladies running through and dodges no, in the seven year glitch. Can you guys remember that one? I don't. I don't. I'm gonna have to rewatch. I don't remember it. Even if it is a bit sketchy, it's better. I just always remember thinking, "Oh wow, it's so cool. He does it so yeah. nicely. Hand placement, looseness. Yeah. When I when I always think of style, he always, he's one of the first ones that comes to mind. Besides the, I guess the usual, yeah, Tom Penny and Gino. But for me, Kenny
2: Reed comes closer. I'm going to talk about it just a couple real quick. But um, the first one I brought up at the start of the show, Anthony Correa. I love the way he skates it's, he's got that casual kind of flow. Like he, he always looks like just, I don't know, just just kind of like you were saying with Kenny Reed, like he's got, he doesn't, he doesn't have the same style as Kenny Reed, but he, like, he just looks loose on his board. I kind of see like, like when he lands and things, it's almost like he just kind of lets the board lead the way he's got that ability to just kind of land and surf it out and, and keep going. Um, and like, He's always got these like understated, but really sick outfits on. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And yeah. it's like, I love the way he skates. And I, I love the kind of looseness to it and the, the simplicity of it, but still like with some flair, like I, I like that a lot. Um, and those backsmiths, like he dips the backsmiths so well. And uh, I don't know. He's a lot of fun to watch. I, I just
0: wanted to add on. I think that's one thing that we maybe missed the outfits.
2: Yeah. Again, like in terms of the factors
0: yeah how yeah. they're dressed and how good they look in what
2: they're dressed in. Yeah. yeah sorry go ahead yeah <laughs> no yeah no the the other one is like so i i've i bring this one up kind of intentionally because um i've heard or, or i've read um a lot of people who dislike his style on online but um kim cardona to me is like one of the most stylish <laughs> skaters and uh I love it. Like again, like kind of the simple tricks, but like done with a lot of flair in the execution. Um, I love his arms. Like his arms are just kind of like way out there and all over the place when he's landing and stuff. And yeah, I just, I love the way he skates and I love like the, I don't know. Like I just, when I think about him, I think about like 50 fifties and like nice grabs and just like, I love to watch him skate and he's got like, he, he, there's a, a little bit of like spontaneity I feel like in his skating even though like the lines and everything I'm sure are all planned out and everything he's still the way he skates it feels spontaneous and it feels kind of loose and
1: mm-hmm. and
2: um in spirit quest which I haven't watched the whole video yet but I did have a have a look at his part in there and he does that front shove where he catches it with like his front foot tweaked out and like just looks so good and and uh, I think there is a little bit of, of editing magic. I think they've slowed it down a little bit on the catch to highlight the foot, but uh, but it just looks so good. The catch is
1: man. Like, you can't...
2: Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I rewash it probably, like, 10 times in a row just looking at the, the front shove again and again.
1: It's funny how with him and with Anthony, uh, obviously, that because you like them so much and because i've watched their parts because you enjoy it so i i'm I'm like when i think of those skaters i like it's like kate john like (laughs) yeah yeah um and so i think we have that with the people that we skate with or that you know our friends right right and and as well because it in some ways i mean a lot of ways the people that you emulate or enjoy watching are ones that you want to emulate or kind yeah. of want to skate like, even though you sort of develop your own style afterwards. But mm. um, before that, though, I associate, or when Quim when, um, Cordona was referred to, or somehow, I know it's sort of different styles, but I would always think of Mike Maldonado. Maybe it's because of the arms. I think they may, maybe have
0: a similar stance where they're setting up for tricks. I don't know. Just, yeah, it could be. Uh, just visually um, rewinding in my brain right now. <laughs> Just the way they stand, maybe. I think, I don't know.
1: Yeah, you, you think you have a point. We should add <laughs> that to the, to the list that we can quantify. like <laughs> yeah.
2: Foot placement during setup. Yeah, right? Foot placement uh, yeah. and, and, and
1: then measure it You know, between yeah. uh, the wheelbase or the distance between the feet and <laughs> angle of which, with which they, they bend. I'm going to list some skaters that I guess aren't listed. I think we have a lot of common ones. And then I'll remark on some of the ones that made my list. So, uh, Mark Suchu, Dylan Reader, Keenan Milton, Mm -hmm. um, Ed Templeton, Appleyard, uh, Ryan Gallant, Wade Desarmo, Johnny Tang, Kenny Anderson, Kerry Getz, am a big Costum fan, obviously. Carol, we already talked about. Tiago Limos, Kareem Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. Heen Liu, Sat Valung, Willie Santos. Jimmy Cow, Brandon Westgate, Nate Jones. So those are some. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, that's good. In my head. And um,
2: I. to this day, I'll take a Kareem Campbell kickflip over any other kickflip.
1: Or backside like, flip. Like his, his yeah. really, really good too. And um, the one thing I wanted to comment on was for me, like when I grew up skating and even to this day, when I'm trying to, Not that it even matters with skating because skating, the beauty of it is, again, there are really no barriers. It doesn't matter if you're black or white or a guy or a girl, whatever. It doesn't doesn't matter. But it was always more comforting for me to see another Asian or Chinese skater because there were so few and far between back then. So when I was flipping through magazines, for example, and I saw Daewon Mm -hmm. or, you know, keen dong or liu like pop over friggin' you know, a or yeah, yeah. something or sat where I'm like wow like I mean it really it made me feel more comfortable that I'm not just you know in a activity that's dominated by white kids and right. I forget where I first read it but I think there's a lot of I mean I, I'm not sure if we talked about it but with black skaters yes and there's kind of like sometimes when they're skating in the hood or whatever and other black kids or gangsters or whatever there's just commenting like oh well you're doing a white boy thing like you know it's, it's, there's that type of um uh environment or or remarks or comments that they have to sort of deal with and mm-hmm. it just yeah it, it was not only reassuring but i was like wow these these uh skaters are super talented and then when i met johnny obviously and some of the other locals you know like it's, it's like wow like it's it's cool it made me feel almost liberated it's like i i kind of belong here too even though it you know it's it's silly because yeah, it, yeah it didn't matter it doesn't matter right you you pick up a skateboard it doesn't matter who you are or or what you affiliate yourself or whatever it didn't but um yeah but yeah so some of those ones that that stood out for for me that feeling that i got when i first started skating and when i you know, when I, when I found out, when I found them in those mags, I was like, wow, this is, this is cool.
2: When I started skating, a, a lot of the skaters that that we looked up to were black skaters or, or non-white skaters. Um, and so I, I remember being surprised. Um, like when I heard those stories of like, of, of black skaters being like called out for, for doing like a white kid thing. And right and so I, I was just thinking about that recently as such a white privilege moment to like you know like to have no no conception whatsoever of like Mm -hmm. uh, of how racialized something might be right And, and uh yeah it's it's really interesting to see it and uh think about it from like a more critical place I guess like as an adult yeah and even even like with with my daughter it's like thinking about if they are interested in it and want to pursue it and how the landscape is changing for them, um, with, with the, like the influx of support for, for non-male skating and things like that. And, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it is, it maybe shouldn't be, but it, it still is kind of wild for me to hear those experiences because it's just something that, you know, I, I didn't have to worry about as a kid. It's it's something that was, You know, it's it's one of those things, those privileges that you don't realize until you hear stories that are contrary to your own, right? Yeah, very true.
0: I I can hardly relate because I started skating on an island and so like homogeneous here, right? And, (laughs) And well, I guess going to Toronto sort of changed things in terms of a variety of skaters, but at the same time, I guess I didn't really think about it as much right. um, until I, I was it an article or something. I, cause I remember reading that too, or hearing about it somewhere as well as you mentioned Sawyer. So the, the only way that I thought maybe I could relate to it was, I guess, being older and playing with a toy and, you know, <laughs> outsiders being like, what are you doing? Especially my mom, for example. <laughs> <laughs> so just, yeah. you know, race aside, just, you know, what are you doing with that skateboard kind of thing? So, yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. I, I do wonder about how that might be different for, for the current generation of skaters, just cause I, like, I, I agree. I, you know, not that I could completely identify with it or understand it, but um, you know, in the early days of, of my skating, especially um, it was kind of a, a fringe thing still. Right. You're yeah. Kind of. You were an outsider just by virtue of being a, a skater in certain places and things like that. Um, I yeah, I don't know. If, like, I don't, I don't know if that's still true for kids today. In my high school,
0: you could count the number of skateboarders yeah. with your hands. Like, right, those are all the
2: skateboarders.
0: Yeah, you know, less than ten in this high school. So, yeah, we
2: we had a fair number, but it was. It, it, I I think like it was still the minority, right? And it was still looked upon as like bad and like we still like we had we got our skateboards confiscated at school and like stuff like that like it was still not a preferred activity (laughs) Um,
0: maybe just some random talk we had a pretty cool well i was never too active i was always hidden in, in the shadows being that i guess introvert that i am um but there are a few of the people in the high school who were already into skating and i guess they're skating much longer than i was but they basically started a skateboarding club and everything at the high school oh, nice. and worked things out with the teachers. And they had the rules like, okay, yeah, if you bring your skateboard, not in your lockers, but bring it to the office, to the counselor's office or whatever, um, just so that it doesn't get taken out of the lockers and you, you start playing around with it during research time or whatever, or someone else takes your skateboard and blah, blah, blah. There were all those compromises. And then we worked it out so that you would, I guess, sort of get a, extracurricular credit for going to the skate park after school. Cause there was a nice, the skate nice. park after school and you were in the skateboarding club. So that was, I guess a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Considering how like far back that was. So like just how flexible yeah. the school was. And I guess open-minded from that perspective.
2: Yeah. sounds sounds like it. Like we, I, I remember starting a skate club at one of the schools that I worked at and it was um like, like I was like, as a teacher, yeah. And we had to like write a proposal and everything. And so yeah. so to think that, that it was happening for you like a good 15 years earlier, that's yeah. pretty wild. But yeah, well, all I had to do was join the club, so. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no credit to me, but yeah. yeah, just thinking back. Yeah, that guy, I think he did a lot. And he was actually really excited about having skateboarding more as a sport and part of the Olympics and everything. Oh, yeah. So that was sort of his stance. And I guess that's how he sort of got through in terms of, you know, developing the skateboarding club and, right. you know, having it understood by others. Uh, I, there is probably a, a line that you have to draw to be able to get people who don't understand skateboarding on your side, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sounds like our boy Drops needs to uh, link up with this guy and have him help out with uh, the B-boy thing in the only <laughs> <Well, maybe>. Yeah. <laughs> Get a good...
0: Yeah. Uh... yeah, yeah. Do you still and talk did... to him, Jin? He, I guess he's a friend of a friend still. Cool. Uh, no direct contact. Um, I, I heard that he still skates a quarter. He's, he's running his own beer company or something like that. I'm not too sure about the details, but yeah. He he was basically Chad Muska. <laughs> he, I mean, he looked like and dressed like. Chad oh Muska. Yeah, 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 yeah. So
2: <laughs> he was a Chad Muska of our school. <laughs> nice. Did he do the Muska flips too, or did he have proper frontside flips? Illusion flips. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's the thing. I didn't really go skateboarding with him too much, so I, I can't even recall too many tricks. I, I was in my own beginner crew. <laughs> yeah no doubt but he was all hyped he's like what you already started ollie oh awesome you're board sliding you know he's hyped on me learning all these new tricks and like that sort of motivated me just getting yeah. like, i guess accepted by the cool guy Chad <laughs> right must right me. Yeah. Got chat. <laughs> that's one thing that i sort of wanted to talk about and i know we're digressing quite a bit but like skateboarding now you have to be cool to skate. I I don't know. Do do you guys feel
2: like that's a thing now? In in the same way that it was when we started, I guess. Or, oh yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Like like I I don't know. Like I I'm thinking for me, I I felt that um, when I started skating, like there was very much like the cool skaters, and you know, it was um, like a certain set of people who had the cred. And then everyone else was kind of outside of that, you know, like in certain ways I looked up to that. Like I thought, yeah, you know, like I, I thought they were cool. And I thought like, I, you know, I thought skating was cool and I wanted to do it too. And, and, um, it feels more open to me now and, and more accepting mm-hmm. and more welcoming. But I say that as someone who has been skating for almost 25 years at this point. Right. So I don't I don't know what it would feel like to someone who is on the outside looking to get started. Um yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I I wonder myself.
1: But who are we kidding? I mean, it's we we're, we're we're cool kids, right? Just if you have a skateboard and you're skating, you're, it automatically makes you cool. So. Yeah.
0: True, true.
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, because we did talk about
0: outfits, right? So Yeah. You got to dress that way or I don't know, you got to look I Wait, I saw a pretty funny post saying, "I dressed over my skill level." <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah, that was yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, I dressed yeah. over my skill. So they dress all like super. I I don't know whatever super skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. A particular person and every and they go into the park and everybody's like oh whoa! check out that guy that guy's gonna rip <laughs>
1: <laughs> meanwhile <laughs> the only thing that rips is their pants when they fall <laughs> on an ollie yeah
2: yeah we've we've talked a little about the the skaters that we admire for their style um the things that we like and we've kind of failed to pin down any kind of criteria for what makes good for good style, but, but we've tried. And uh, yeah, I, I'm curious to know how your own perception of style in skating influences your skating. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I,
1: uh, my, initially when I started doing kick flips, landed a few kickflips and then, and then, you know, and then quickly it became my favorite trick. And then I, really wanted to make my kickflips look nicer and have them popped. So I practiced them a lot. And the more I practiced them, obviously the more comfortable I got, you know, the, the more control I had over my board. And even I was messing around with different, you know, foot placements. So I could figure out which one I can consistently, you know, feel the best at doing it. And then I mean, it started with kickflips, but then now as I'm sort of trying to perfect my other tricks and learning how to, in my own eyes, make it look easier, make it look more casual, and going back to Jin's, you know, flow, pop, speed, comfort. The the comfort thing has always been a struggle for me uh, in the sense that I want to make my tricks look as clean as possible. So I want to be able to practice them a lot but I want to make it not so robotic and still have that level of flow to it. And for me, I think it's overall skating. I'm conscious of it and I want to make myself look better like the heroes that I look up to. Uh, But at the same time, some of it, I feel like it's on a trick-by-trick basis because there's my overall style, but there are definitely some tricks that I do that look better than other tricks. And there are tricks that I just you know enjoy doing more so i practice them more and i do them every session when was the last time i did a varial heel flip on the carpet in my basement when (laughs) it was cold maybe a few months ago have i done one since when the weather's nicer outside no i haven't have i done kick flips hell yeah have i done trade flips hell yeah like you know so i don't know like i've been trying to i gravitate towards the tricks i i like and the ones i obviously i i do like i they look nicer because i practice them more It's, it's a struggle though for me to try and make things look easy. And at the same time, not like a robot.
2: I, like when I, I, I wrote this question and I started thinking about my own answer and uh, like my first response is that really like my perception of style hasn't influenced my own skating. Cause I, like I don't feel like I've really gotten to the point where I can refine my tricks. Uh, like, like I work hard to just be able to do a trick. And then thinking about like how I'm doing the trick or where I'm doing the trick, it's like a whole other thing where like, I I don't even feel like I've gotten to that level yet. Like I don't have the the luxury of like selecting the nice tricks from my bag. You know what I mean? Like I'm still, um, I'm trying to get to the point where I have tricks to select kind of thing. I think as I look at, or as I see more and more, different skaters with different styles and and see all these different approaches and aesthetics that I like, that I enjoy. I, I think it's kind of encouraged me to, to look at my own skating with a bit more of a, a forgiving eye. Like I, I don't know, I remember like watching my own footage and everything that I saw was like all of the flaws, right? Like all of the ways that like the the trick was inadequate or the, the push wasn't quite right, or the landing wasn't this or, or whatever, and wishing always that I could do it differently. And, and I think in, in recent years, as I look back over our old footage, I've been more um, appreciative, I guess, of, of the way that I skate and, and trying to just embrace like, okay, like, you know, that's the way my, body leans when I do that trick. And that's the way my arms go and, and like, <laughs> just, just trying to be okay with that. And, and I think that's, that's how it's influenced my skating more is just kind of letting go of that need to learn the right tricks or to do them in the right way and, and trying to just be more free with it and, and enjoy what I can do and, and try to learn things that, that I just enjoy doing.
1: Can you even change your own style? I mean, to a certain degree, you can modify but it's kind of like nature versus nurture. Like when you first start skating, everyone looks kind of like crap, right? Like you're trying to get your, company. once you get to a, a certain stage, it's like, you know, can I actually change how I skate or what I look like? Like sure, certain tricks, I, I, I'm trying to convince myself that, yeah, I can make my kickflips look nicer. I think over the years, yeah, they have looked nicer and sort of come into my own. But no matter how much I idolize or imitate, My kickflips will never look like Brandon Westgate's kickflips, nor will they look like, you know, Jerry Sue's or Ryan Gallant's or, you know, Wade Desarmos. But, um, and maybe that's just the individual, individualistic part of how your body mechanically works. And, but what you were saying, John, it's like, it's almost, you get to a point where you're real, like, you're not trying to fight it anymore. It's like, you just go, go with what you are. Cause how can you really, like, can you really change it that much? Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah. Like, I think there are like techniques you can learn, right. That, that will kind of give you a different result, but, Mm -hmm. but I, I think you're right. Like, you know, like we all are different. We all have our own bodies our own makeups and and we move in the ways that we've developed over the course of our lives and Mm -hmm. and so I I think to a certain degree it will be just kind of what your body can do yeah Um, and just like to air sort of a a personal grievance along these lines I think the thing that that bothers me maybe more than anything else in skateboarding is when people obsessively tweak their ollies Mm -hmm. (laughs) to the point where like, you know, like when you're, you're popping like three inches off the ground, but you're tweaking your back foot way out as though you're popping over a massive barrier or something like that, that, that whole thing, I think it's kind of faded from, from what it was, but there was a period where every Ollie, no matter how big or how small had the tweaked back foot. And it just like, it, it, it's like to, to something that we were talking about before it, it looked just like you're trying too hard. You oh, know? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. I
0: don't know. I, I'm guilty of that, by the way. I, I I'm always <laughs> no, but, trying to do that. <laughs> but <laughs> you're the, forgiving.
2: The that, you're forgive- <laughs> but the thing is that your ollies <laughs> are popped. So like you, you're, you're, you're tweaking your back foot appropriately. It's not like the little hop up a curb, but I'm going to tweak my back foot but, way out. So. But
1: now switch as well as as. I, I can't. I can't. The, I can't do it
0: regular time. though. I can't tweak it. <laughs> I can tweak it, yeah, but not with the back foot. Only switch, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I have a bit of a di- different answer from you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm probably the most unoriginal, in the sense that I'm basically a Frankenstein. When I think about <laughs> each of these kind of different tricks let's say like switch mongo push these days. I'll try to think of Tiago. Like how, how does he push? I'll try to push like him or like, yeah, yeah. like nose grind. How do I lock in without, you know, locking in nicely? What did Brian wedding look like in photosynthesis or, you know, something like that. So <laughs> I just, I try to think and try to emulate all these different skaters in terms of their tricks that they do and that I like, or like a specific clip or whatever. And just try to visually imagine that going through my head the whole time um, when I am trying to do kind of anything. So it sort of feels like everybody else's style is influencing how I skate because I'm trying to mentally emulate that in a sense. I guess in the end, it just becomes my own way of doing it because as, as Sawyer mentioned, there's no two same kick flips that can be done by different people, I guess. I
2: like, I, th- I think what you're saying is true for all of us. Like we all have our kind of ideals, right? Like, yeah. like if I could, you know, if I could do backside 180 nose grinds, like Anthony Korea, I would do them every day. Like I say, you know, and, and like, I, I wish that I could look like that on a skateboard. And when I, yeah, like I do think about certain skaters when I'm thinking about learning certain tricks and, and cause it, it gives you that kind of ideal in your mind that you're striving for. Right. Yeah. But, but then I think, I think that stuff all sort of at some point, the, the sort of mental image you have of it combined with your natural way of of doing things combined with the other things that you've learned to do from other skaters, it all sort of melds into one distinct style at the same time. You know, it's like art, right? Like you, you borrow from different traditions and and put it all together into something new. Yeah it's whether you admit it or not right as an artist yeah (laughs) yeah exactly Yeah. yeah yeah i
0: i guess one more thing that i would add um maybe i don't know if this really goes into style but just when we talk about like flow pop speed comfort i let's say for ledge tricks that's a i guess a conscious effort that i always have is longer faster and smoother you know so just right that's something that i always tried to do i i don't know if that in the end reflects a style but hopefully in the end it pays out with the
2: comfort
1: <laughs> sounds yeah. like sounds like kanye west right is that longer faster stronger <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
2: <laughs> i just so i that, was thinking about that radio head song <laughs> fitter what is it uh, i don't know if there's that radio head song from from Kid A. it's like fitter stronger happier the robot voice i don't know but uh, yeah, I, I, it's, it's such an interesting topic to me because like, like, like you're saying, like holding the grind for longer and sliding farther and faster.
1: Maybe, maybe and Jin's but, onto something though, right? Because maybe, maybe we're thinking about this all wrong because it's – no, I'm, so, so it's a kind of epiphany moment, right? Yeah. Maybe it's how it feels when you do it. Like forget how it looks because we can't ever see ourselves when we're doing it. It's only after the fact. So if it's after the fact, who cares what other people are viewing and judging you as it's how you feel when you're doing it in that moment. So you may feel like you're doing it like Brian Wenning, and it's awesome. And and when it, when you look at yourself doing it and it looks like shit, but does that really matter? Because in that moment you, you almost like sometimes I want to film stuff so I could show you guys and kind of show my kids or whatever, have it there. But sometimes I just don't want to film because it doesn't matter when you're out skating you just want to skate, right? And when yeah. you, when you, and it's almost better that I have, a, I do a nose grind, shove out or whatever that I'm happy with and feels good. As opposed to then watching it on film, you're like, oh man, I, it felt really good when I did it, but it kind of, yeah, doesn't yeah. Work yeah. That good. <laughs> so like, does it really even matter? Like, you know, it's just how in the moment, right? How it feels when you when you do it. If you if you if you if you like it and it feels good, then yeah, then it's good.
2: And I think that'll translate. Like, I think if you're, you know, if you're doing things that you feel good about, that's mm-hmm. going to come through in the footage in a way, right? Like, like if you're thinking about video parts and, st- and stuff like that, like if you're skating spots and doing tricks that you enjoy doing, yeah, then y- you're going to look good. You're going to look comfortable on your board. Style is comfort. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's the closest thing to, uh, Conclusion, we're gonna get today. Yeah, yeah. I like it. it. It is good, and it leaves it wide open too, right? Because different people are comfortable with different things, and so it accounts for that disparity between or or diversity within the skaters that we think of as stylish.
1: But 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 only we're able to correctly assess and evaluate and quantify. So right. we write to the Olympic Committee about. <laughs> yeah know, yeah. new new judging the you know system that that uh, genk yeah. fpsc flow pop speed comfort you know this is uh, uh we got a trade sorry for sure yeah
2: it's our proprietary marketing system we'll
1: get chad muska to help us um, <laughs> we should get him we should get him as, okay so the list is growing we got patipco right that's going to be <laughs> a guest we've got chad muska is going to come on we've got maybe kenny reed we'll 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 get we'll get him on and uh
2: (laughs) yeah don't forget leo leo vows oh yeah for sure for sure (laughs) man yeah like a lot of skateboarding it's you know it's it's these things that we value but don't really seem to even understand ourselves right it's i don't know it's really interesting to me how difficult so much of skateboarding is to pin down
0: yeah. And I don't think Ed, everybody would agree right, about the same thing, right? For the same skater too, because Sawyer, yeah. Sawyer thinks Eric Coston is stylish, right? Yes. I, I don't think he's stylish, for example. I think he's an amazing skater and he can do tricks well, but he doesn't fall under the stylish category for me. He's still one of my favorites, just like disclaimers, but... Cause Fair enough, I don't yeah. want internet haters to, you know, <laughs> hack me or anything, but yeah. yeah, a good skater doesn't have to be stylish is what I, I guess I'm trying to say.
2: Right. Yeah. And a stylish yeah. skater isn't necessarily good. It's
0: yeah. Yeah. Whatever good is. Right. But yeah. Yeah. But in terms of Eric and I think, I guess that was a, one example that just came to mind. So I don't know right. where you, where you fall
2: on that John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah it's a tough one I'm kind of in the middle like I he's not he's not a skater that I think of when I when I think about style yeah. um, but when I watch his parts I really enjoy them and yeah. I think uh, it comes back to something I think you said Sawyer in, in one of our episodes about how when you watch him skate it's the fun that really comes through right mm-hmm. and and I I I agree like when I see him it's like he does have that sense of of comfort and sort of casual uh, skating. He can do these insanely technical tricks. Like he's just popping an ollie up a curb. Right. And, and there's um, yeah, I don't know, but, but you're right. Like I, I would think of like I mentioned Kim Cardona as a much more stylish skater. Whereas I'm sure many, if not most people would disagree. Right. Um, with, with, that statement. So,
1: so this is where I tell you guys to watch the introductory line to, yeah, right. Where he does that <laughs> Nolly uh, nose manual, I think up the picnic table, like that line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just the level of comfort. I mean, so he pops the nolly, right. And then, and he keeps pushing, right. goes. And then, um, I think he does a nose grind. And it's going through the schoolyard, the, you know, decent speed. And I think there's like a bump, right, to a bar that he ollies. And when he lands, he's got like the arms sort of, mm-hmm. you know, flailing a, a bit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then kickflip over the garbage can, which I think is yeah, stylish. And then yeah. uh, back nose blunt, I think it is, on the table, picnic table. Um, so that level of comfort for me, I guess, yeah. Is is what I equate with the, the style that is you know Eric Costin.
2: Uh, as you were describing the like the, the marathon line almost, it just made me think of another skater that um, I'm just interesting. I, I find it interesting that that this guy didn't come up in any of our discussions. But uh, Andrew Reynolds is oh man. you know a, another skater that I think a lot of people would think of as a stylish skater, and um, and yet he didn't come up at all during the podcast. So, uh, yeah, like not that there's anything to that. Like he, I mean, he is a good skater. He is a stylish skater in my opinion. Um, but he's Mm -hmm. not, I didn't, I didn't think of him when I was thinking of, of the list, right. He didn't pop into my head. So just to, just to go back to that, that whole subjective nature of the discussion, it's, it is interesting to see how the different skaters stand out to different people. what's going on what have you guys seen or done or read in the last little while that that has you stoked uh, lucas puig instagram clip of him
1: oh, on the ramp that he that was like, sick dude i got so hyped he just so he takes it around it looks like the the where is he south of france or something like it's, yeah. It, it, it's a sunny, country yeah yeah and from the wall ride on that stone wall to the, oh, what does he do yeah. like that heel flip but it's just to flow over and it's he's i mean i i'm surprised that he didn't I, he probably should have
0: his, his name was up in my my head and i just didn't mention it
1: yeah like he <laughs> to be fair we there were a lot of skaters i think that we oh, yeah like mark yeah. johnson we didn't mention either I think. oh I really yeah value you know louis barletta i mean i like L- louis skating for sure yeah, yeah i mean yeah. Like, we talked about him and, and jerry's uh tilt mode part i mean all the the, the other part anyway so but yeah the lucas um Puig, I, I watched it so many times just that his the, <laughs> the clip <laughs> his, nice. and it's a little the ramp is weird right like it kind of curves up a bit like it really kicks you up like it yeah. looks like it, so um that was amazing that's just yeah so good
2: on saturdays i i split a little time like i take uh um uh, my i take time with each of my daughters independently um, and so we've been going to the skate park and and uh my older daughter is has gotten a little more out of it, it i don't know i'm making this st- story longer than it has to be but uh so I took my older daughter to the skate park and then when it was time to hang out with my younger daughter, it had started raining. So we didn't end up going to the skate park. But, um, anyway, when, when I was skating with my, with my older daughter, um, she was sort of cruising around and she's still in the, like the learning process and like getting comfortable on, on the board and things like that. And, and, uh, she's, she's learning to like turn better and to to actually like, you know, go up on the back wheels and, and pivot the board to get, a sharp return and stuff. And and she was doing that and the board kind of flipped out from under her feet and she took a shinner and, um, the board hit her pretty hard. And she kind of like sat down and, and like grabbed her leg and looked at me and, and like, she was really upset and, uh, looked like she was going to cry. And, and I said, Oh, did you, like, did the board hit you in the shin? And she's like, yeah. And I said, Oh, well, that's called a shinner. Like that happens all the time in, in skateboarding. Like, and, um, as soon as she saw that it was like a regular thing, she was just like, Oh, like really? Like what's it called? And then, and and we talked about it a little bit and then she was like fine and good to go and like got back up and was back out skating and stuff. And um, so, yeah, like that was just a really cool moment for me. And um, you know, just seeing the, I know we've talked about it a little bit here and there, but, but seeing the the sort of um, you know, the transcendent, benefits of of skateboarding coming through a little bit with that idea that you can get hurt and you can get back up and you can try again. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, it was,
0: it was a lot of fun. That's really amazing. I I can't wait to sort of share similar memories with my kids if possible, (laughs) if they are interested. (laughs) Yeah. Who
2: knows, who knows how long her interest will, will last right now she's into it. So I'm just trying to capitalize on it. while I can (laughs) I guess, obviously, I was also stoked on the Lucas Puig clips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, what we talked about two weeks ago, the Quasi video, well, is it, is it an ender? It was 15 minutes, but I guess the 20-minute video, right? <laughs> the ender of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched it yet. I oh, so I. It was um, amazing. I think, I think you'll like it a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I got to check it out.
1: The entire thing was well done
0: yeah no man it's his go-to pro part right and maybe really short one on a personal note so just another lunch break skate break and when i went to the local park there's i guess an older crowd than usual and they're, oh, still, nice. they're still trying to i guess well one guy was trying to learn cape flip another lady was trying nollie heels another one was like trying to shove it on the bank and stuff like that. So it was, it was yeah. just cool to see. Yeah, that is. That age doesn't matter, you know? And
1: yeah, that stuff uh, hypes me up a lot. It's just yeah. like, man, this is, so they didn't challenge you to skate. I thought this was going to be another <laughs> Euro trip rehash. <laughs> it was like, yeah, no, <laughs> no. And And yeah,
0: I guess it's different with the kids, right? The, you ask them how long you've been skating or they tell you I've only been skating for a year yeah <laughs> are you serious like, yeah. and they can do all these tricks but yeah i mean i guess just for the love of it right you can really tell yeah. that all these people are doing it hopefully
1: that's how yeah, i saw it, it at
0: least yeah
1: <laughs> not because it looks cool not because it's what just because they yeah they i think there's i think there's again we don't i don't know the stats but i think there's a lot of truth to just how the pandemic or the lockdown or just things where it made people uh, rediscovered outdoor activities and you know even that article i linked you guys but with just how we're on another upswing it looks like right with uh, right yeah the skate industry and how popular skateboarding is again whether that's in conjunction with or as a result of the olympics but you got to figure it's it's like a sine cosine curve right on, on the up and up <laughs> so mm-hmm but hopefully these people find it enjoyable and will stick with it. And yeah, whenever I see older people either learning to skate or still enjoying skateboarding um, makes me, makes me happy for sure. And I I don't want anybody to feel intimidated. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't push up and do a front shove on the bank and be like, yes, this is how it's done. (laughs) (laughs) No, no,
0: no. I, I, I just did a backsmith on the ledge. So yeah dipped I, right? I, Fully I, dipped? I Thought it was dips. I don't know if it, if I self filmed, it might have been just like a backside 50-50 with a little bit. Of yeah, a, yeah. As long so what, as you felt like
2: it was. <laughs> right. I, he, I, yeah, I did. Uh, feel I, it. I I I remember distinctly um, one of our sessions in Toronto. Um, I don't know what the spot was, but it was just like a ledge. And uh, it wasn't Robarts. It wasn't, um, what was that place we used to skate with? It had like a three set and the sloped ledges. There was like a long ledge up top and then there was like a three or a four set down. And then there was like a little sloped ledge at the bottom. It doesn't matter. It wasn't that spot anyway. It was just some new ledge that showed up one day. And and uh, we I was trying Smiths while we were skating this ledge. And I remember doing a Smith grind and... And it was the first time that I ever have ever learned Smith grinds. And I felt like, like a rock star, Like I was like yeah. pro skater, like doing a Smith grind. I'm fairly confident. Like the more I reflect on it and the more I think about it, it was just like a 50, 50 with only my back truck on the ledge. But to me, when I did it, it felt so dipped <laughs> and like, it's so good. <laughs> but. They mean five oh then. <laughs> well, but like but like yeah. it wasn't even yeah, yeah. it wasn't even a five oh like I didn't have my board up. It was like it would have been if my yeah. Yeah, like it was yeah. like a crooked fifty fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I but they I know feel good. Theory.
1: I know that feeling. That's how my Smiths usually look. My my Smiths are horrible. So I've I've been caught many times on film thinking when I did it, yeah, it looked good and then when i looked back is just a shitty 50 or crooked 50 or whatever so i don't usually do smiths anymore i I got i could cheat though right like the nollie ones are yeah Yeah. the nollie smith oh but they're but they're cheap like i don't like that trick but when i because it's easy to do right like you just kind of do it
2: <laughs> i actually i like that trick that that trick gets a lot of hate but that's i actually like it no but remember when good, aaron did it but...
1: she did it to 180 out or something or, or sh- shove out was it i can't remember Jin. like there was
2: i don't know that trick to me is like it's like the definition of casual skating like you don't even have to like level your pop you just kind of but that's how that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you just, it's I like
1: it maybe it's better a, it's like fakie if you do a Fakey. Um
2: Fakey to switch Smith.
1: Yeah, I guess it it'd it'd be more cred. And then I don't know. 180 out of it? Or shove out? Or (laughs) weirdly (laughs) enough, I'm I'm with you there, Sawyer.
2: I I, (laughs) (laughs) only Smith, I I it doesn't feel as good as a proper Smith grind. Yeah. Yeah. I I can see that. I can see it not feeling as satisfying. Yeah. Um kind of like 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 a nollie tail versus a tail slide, right? Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like exactly. I I like the way the trick looks, but I I also understand that like popping over the ledge and locking into a tail slide is a more satisfying feeling than than nolling into it, yeah. right? But that's
0: so strange, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I usually do nollie tails a lot, warming up to tail slides. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're definitely right there. Like the feeling of a tail slide is much more better for me, at least. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, nollie tails are. It's kind of another cheating type of trick. However, with a nolly switch crooks, which is just a nollie tail, but you go over a bit. One Forever. of the most satisfying feelings. <laughs> yeah. It's like so. But again, you can warm up to it, right? Like it's like the, the nollie tail should be, yeah, it's like you just kind of do it. But it's funny how that extra little, I don't know how many degrees, like when you land on the truck and just grind it, just, yeah, very satisfying. I have a I have a little one, quick one, 30 seconds.
0: <laughs> nollie tail, I actually got props once when I was in Switzerland. I just did like a full nollie tail on this ledge and then just went all the way through and out. And this other skater like the cool dude was like, you know, giving me props. And I was thinking, nice. really? cool.
2: Wow. <laughs> all right. Maybe not a bad yeah. trick. <laughs> yeah. I, I like all those tricks. Like I, I, I don't know how to explain it really. Like, cause I, I love to watch them. I, like, I like to see them. I like to do them. Like I learned, um, I, I mean, I have to relearn it now, but at one point I learned Nollie backtails and like, the, oh, like well, those felt yeah. good. And like, I like those tricks, but I don't know if it's just because like popping and getting your tail over is more work or, or what, but like, in terms of a co- like feeling like I've accomplished something, landing a, a tail slide feels more significant than landing a nollie tail slide. Even though when I'm watching skating, I enjoy them both. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how to explain it, but. Well, tail
1: is like a lip, right? Like you have to actually yeah. commit and go and go into it. The nollie, it's like the Nolly smith like it's it's just there there's not much it's just it's cheating i i think but but you know you know what does look good which i i haven't even i've always maybe i'll try it next session when i take the box out Nolly tail so again cheating trick or whatever but you you do a 270 out because i i think that would oh yeah decent so like the full flow of it right exactly yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's like no but you're 270 out the other way
2: oh you see it's like the rewind
1: Yeah. 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 So, so you, so you nollie tail and then you, it's as if you're coming out to regular, but you, you land on your nose a bit, I guess, and just do the, yeah, yeah. I think that would look good. It's
2: it's not going to work with my back. man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks guys. Thanks. Thanks for hanging out again and and talking through this. and Thanks to everyone for listening through. Thank you Uh, and, and for staying on for so long with us. Everybody
0: else and you guys. loud as we're gonna get
1: right
2: (laughs) yeah yeah we're live damn it